When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How are we doing, people? Yep, welcome back. I am Jay London, aka FPL of the day. And yeah, this is another nice knee-jerk reaction on Fantasy Football Scout. So we started these last week. It's a brand new feature. We have a look back at some of the games, talk about the players that we should be looking at for the game week ahead of us, and obviously react to some of the goals and some of the people that we maybe should be avoiding as well, because it's not all about just picking the best players, right? We need to stay away from those people giving us the reds. Speaking of red arrows, it's not been that great. Yeah, not for me. So ignore ignore that because that does say that there's a green there. I just haven't updated it yet because we are still halfway through. It is a double game week. So there are loads of games left to be played. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how that does by the end of the game week. As always, do let us know down in the comments what you think of this video because it is a brand new one, brand new feature and all of that stuff. It, it is only my second time doing this streaming stuff as well. So yeah, caveat. Please do forgive the quality and what is going on. I'm still getting to grips with it. Still have no idea what I'm doing, but it's going to be a lot of fun and we're going to keep it going. All right. So yeah, as always, I am an eye test man. We're going to start by having a quick look at the fixtures. I've got a feeling this one's going to be short and snappy because, yeah, there's only six games to talk about. But yeah, like I said, just in the intro there, there's loads to go through, loads to discuss as well. So, yeah, we'll go through each game one by one. Let's not spend too much time looking at this. And let's just dive straight in with the first fixture, which was, of course, Tottenham against Brighton. Oh, what what a week as is having. I know as is going to be watching this back. Just grinning from ear to ear. We'll get onto the Newcastle fixture a little bit later on in the video, yeah. But the fact that he is a Brighton fan um, and, yeah, they managed to beat Tottenham. <laughs> it's, just, it's just unbelievable, yeah. Especially with the form that Tottenham has been on. I don't even think that Harry Kane had a shot on target. Um, Son was, like, just kind of not relevant as well in the whole game. Um, so, yeah, those of us that went for the early kickoff... And chose to captain players like Son and Harry Kane were left very, very disappointed. But it was just it's just been one of those game weeks that nobody could have predicted and no one could have called. Like no one would have known that Brighton was going to beat Tottenham 1-0 before this game week begun. No one no one could have guessed that Spurs was gonna completely blank. Like no points from Kuliseski, Son or Kane. But yeah. Um I think if you are going into game week 34, maybe you're using your wild card um, like I am. I'm still going to be playing my wild card chip, which is also when you've done when you're done watching this video, go over to FPL of the day and check out the video that I just released. I just put a nice little wild card draft together, which is going to help you with that. Um, players like Kuliseski, Kane, and Son are still very much on the agenda. They're very much on the list. So yeah, don't let this game put you off. 
feel like it's a little bit of a blip. Uh, and I do feel like Conte has still got things completely under control. And he's going to continue to be scoring loads of goals and he's going to get the team firing on all cylinders again. So yeah, we're going to we're going to park that one for now. Well done to Brighton if you are a Brighton fan. Yes, as I'm talking about you. Um, then yeah, well done. Take that one. Cross it off the list and we'll move on to game week 34 with our Spurs assets and hope that Son can continue again to score another hat-trick or whatnot and Kuliseski and Kane can do what Kuliseski and Kane does best. All right, so yeah, 1-0 to Brighton. Little bit of a shock there, but we'll move on. Let's go on to the next game with my team, Manchester United. Finally, they have pulled it out the bag. They have scored some goals. They have won a game. They still haven't managed to keep a clean sheet, though, which I'm not shocked about. I'm not surprised about. Um, there seems to be a lot of people in the FPL community and on FPL Twitter that knew that Cristiano Ronaldo was going to score a hat-trick because he is the greatest goal scorer of all time. So, of course, they knew that that was going to happen. But yet, they haven't got them in their own team, which is very, very suspicious to me. But yeah, we won't go into that too much. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo did come away with a hat-trick. Three goals. We're calling it a perfect hat trick because yeah, there was a there was one with his one with his right foot. I think he's he had a, he scored a header as well and a free kick. So yeah, it's not often that we can say that Ronaldo is back scoring goals for Man United, but he was very much so in this fixture. And yeah, those of you watching this video that captain Cristiano Ronaldo, now is your time to just take a little bow. Congratulations, well done to you. You have clocked game week 33. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be rushing to bring him into my team. Um, and I don't feel like you should either because Ronaldo is still... I'm, I don't know how nailed he is. I mean, it, Man United do look a little bit worrying going forward. And they have done for m majority of this season. Cavani, we don't quite know what's happening with him. Um, of course, Rashford is out of favour. So, Ronaldo is like the out-and-out -out striker. So... Yeah, I, I don't begrudge anyone that would be going for Ronaldo. It makes complete sense. We all know what he is capable of doing. And when he's playing the way that he played that game against Norwich, like we all want him in our team. But I just don't know what's going to happen with Man United for the rest of the season. I haven't got a crystal ball. And I'm just, I'm just not sure whether we can keep this up. Just because of how we've been performing of late. Like, we don't know what Man United is going to come out. We don't know whether Man United... Um, are going to come out and they're going to be on it like they did against Norwich. We know that they're probably going to be conceding some goals. And then when we do score goals, we don't actually know if we can guarantee that they're going to be coming from our out-and-out -out striker or if they're going to be coming from Bruno Fernandes. And this is why so many people put in Bruno Fernandes this week and captain Bruno Fernandes this week because they expected him to be the one that was doing the returns. But yet, everybody wasn't shocked, apparently, that Ronaldo scored a hat-trick. But yeah, okay, cool. 3-2, we're going to take that. Happy that Man United are back, scoring some goals, being a Man United fan. But yeah, I'm still not convinced by any of their players um, just because of how they've been playing of late. So I won't be rushing to bring in any Cristiano Ronaldo's or Bruno Fernandes's or Tellez's or anybody like that. Maybe Alanga if we've got like 4.5 spare. He's nice and cheap. Um, I think he still is 4.5. Um but yeah, he's nice and cheap, so he could be a person that just warms the bench. But loads of people are getting ready to do that bench boost in 36. So yeah, for me, I'd be staying away from Man United assets right now. Even though Cristiano Ronaldo has come away with a hat-trick, I'm really, really happy about that. But I just cannot see it 
continuing going forward. Let's see what he does against Liverpool. Maybe I'll be eating my words. On to the next fixture, which was, of course, Southampton against Arsenal. Another shocker. Another fixture that we didn't really see going this way. Yeah, Southampton managed to pull it off. They've kept a clean sheet, first of all. Yeah. And they've also managed to beat Arsenal. Um, Saka has got blood on his hands. Did you see the chance? If you haven't seen the chance, you need to go and watch the highlights and catch up. He had like a clear-cut opportunity. I'm going to sound awfully bitter about this because he is my captain. And he's fluffed it. He's missed it completely. Martinelli is another player that I've got in my team um, who would have got a nice little assist there. And I'm, I just don't know how Saka has missed that. So, yeah, really, really frustrating if you do own Saka and if, if you are an Arsenal fan. But, yeah, well done if you are a Southampton fan because they've come away there with a 1-0. Again, a team that I'm not going to be rushing to bring in any assets anytime soon. Shea Adams was benched, which I didn't see come in. Um, Broyer back in the team. I mean, he didn't really do much either. James Ward-Prowse just, yeah, where like he, he wasn't really anywhere to be seen. Stroke of luck having a defender um, that has scored a goal there and kept a clean sheet. I mean, you're laughing if you do own Bentnerek, but yeah, other than that, there's not really much else to go through with this fixture. And yeah, Southampton's not a team that I'm going to be rushing to bring in any assets anytime soon. So yeah, knee-jerk wise, I'm still going to be back in my Saka. My boy, I really do like the look of him this season. Martinelli, of course, also looks amazing. Lacazette was missing. Um, I feel like he's going to be back for the next game, but let's see how that goes. Loads of people saying that it is COVID. Let me know down in the comments if you are an Arsenal fan um, exactly what has happened to Lacazette because there's loads of speculation flying around. I'm hearing so many different things. Um, but yeah, if he is out, I don't know if, en if Enketi is going to manage to keep his, his place there because he didn't really look great last game. Maybe Martinelli picks up that that false nine position and yeah we all rush to bring him into the team but yeah we'll keep an eye on it for the second game um and see what happens there against Chelsea but yeah knee jerk wise I'm not going to be bringing in any Southampton players um no more Arsenal defenders unless we're going to be doing something cheap and cheerful like Ben White who we're eyeing up for the game week 36 I think they've got that's when the next double is as well um, for those of us playing a bench boost or we want like a nice a nice strong bench, Ben White's probably the only defender that I'll be looking at there because he still is nice and cheap. Um, and yeah, Saka and Martinelli still look like the best players in that team. Maybe Erdegaard at a push if you're feeling like doing something a little bit differential. Um, but yeah, no surprises there that we're talking about those midfielders still. And no surprises that we're not really eyeing up any Southampton players. Another person that we're not eyeing up is Dennis. <laughs> Even though Dennis has come away on the score sheet. Of course he's come away with a goal now that we've all taken him out of our teams and he's finished punishing us. 2-1 to Brentford. Dennis got the goal and I have to say, like, that was a great finish. Like, the, the angle that he had there, yeah, to put that away wasn't easy. And, yeah, he's shown us why we had him in our teams at the start of the season. But... It's just not good enough. It just really isn't good enough from Dennis. So he's not going to be coming in anytime soon. Um, even though Watford's fixtures don't look too bad towards the end of the season. Um, Dennis, yeah, I just I just couldn't do it to myself. So yeah, stay away from that. I still do like the look of Brentford though. I mean, how many games is that now that they've won in a row? They've been, they've been playing really, really well. Um, and Tony does look like a good asset. Even though he didn't come away with anything in that game. 
he did have a nice, like, there was a cheeky little shot that he tried, which shows his confidence. I feel like um, he was like, what, 25 yards out or something like that? And had that have gone in, we'd all be talking about that now in the stream. And it wasn't that far away. So it's I'm going to have, I'm going to continue to keep my eye on him just because of his confidence and the way that he's playing. Ivan Tony doesn't look like a bad shout if you've got some spare cash and you want to go for somebody different. Um, and Bremo and Bumo, however we're pronouncing his name, we're still not too sure. <laughs> There's no space for him either because midfield is just jam-packed with all of these players that we want to bring in. Like we want to be bringing in Mount and Havertz and Man City assets and then Liverpool assets and we're just finished talking about um, Arsenal assets and yeah we might even be wanted, wanting to try and sneak in players like Alanga and then we've got Leicester players so yeah there's no room for him but I don't know if you're feeling like doing something really differential then maybe so but yeah Brentford don't look too bad I reckon they're going to go on and continue to to be doing some damage towards the end of the season let's see how that goes Watford, again, players, I'm not really looking at them and I'm not going to be trying to rush in to get any of those guys anytime soon. Um, and I wouldn't advise that you guys do that either. But of course, play your own game. It's up to you. But I can only lead the horse to water. We cannot make it drink. Let's move on to the next fixture. Fixture number five, which is, of course, Newcastle against Leicester. <sighs> right. There are so many people that were affected by this game. All right, that's how I'm going to start. There were people who went with Chris Wood. They went with um, um, St. Maximan. They went with Barnes. They went with Madison. And none of those players returned. There are people that also went with some Newcastle defenders, maybe Debrafka, maybe Schmeichel from Leicester as well, that were affected because we got no points there. Then there is that one person. There is that one person who is called as who went with Bruno, the correct Bruno, and he's never going to stop bragging about this. Like, it is absolutely ridiculous that this guy has now come away with two goals after he's been captained by just so little people. The video on Twitter has just gone, gone viral because of how much celebrations was going on in that man's household. And yeah, we're all salty about it. I'm, I'm not happy about this at all. I'm not happy about this. I don't, I don't want to be hearing about it anymore. I know that I know that everybody watching this feels exactly the same. It's not something that we need to hear about anymore on Twitter. Okay, congratulations. Well done. Have your moment. But for the rest of us, what on earth is going on here? We knew that there were fears that Madison and Barnes were going to be benched. But to have both of them and Ineacho as well bench. And then for Chris Woods and St. Maximan to come away with absolutely nothing. I saw a few people went with Willock as well. Again, something that I wouldn't begrudge people for. It was just a game that 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 nobody could have called and no one could have expected apart from those or that one person that put in Bruno and captained him. Like, so jammy. So, so jammy. Anyway, um, if we're talking about players to target for game week 34, I'm still eyeing up the Leicester boys. Um, but of course, there's going to be a lot of rotation now, um, like you've seen. I mean, we all knew that it was coming. Madison and Barnes was always a risk. And I feel like that's just going to continue to go, continue to carry on. Um, and then you've got Jewsby Hall as well, who looks like a nice little cheeky punt there. And he's nice and cheap. So, yeah, he could be getting quite a lot of minutes, maybe even more than than Madison and Barnes at the current time of recording with if Leicester continue to stay in all of these competitions and do well and go far. Um, maybe Bruno could be somebody that we're, we're knee-jerking in now. 
Again, he's not going to be a person that I'm going to be bringing in because, yeah, like I just mentioned, there are so many midfielders that we could be going for and could be targeting, like the Manchester City boys, the Liverpool boys, the Leicester boys. There's too many people. There's a queue. There's a line. And Bruno is nowhere near the front of that, even though he has scored two goals. That first one as well, I feel like he was a little bit lucky too. So, yeah, he was lucky to get that one given. But, yeah, all good. Um, I'm still going to go with the Leicester boys. I'm still going to favourite them over the Newcastle boys. If you're using your wildcard in game week 34, I probably wouldn't be bringing in any Newcastle players um, unless you were trying to save some money and, again, you wanted to go for a cheeky little punt. I've got Chris Wood in my team. Um, and, yeah, I wasn't expecting much from him. We'll see what happens in the second game. I think he still is on penalties, so maybe he could get something going into that fixture. But, yeah. Going into game week 34, we're not going to be jumping and trying to grab any Newcastle or Leicester players because of the rotation risk at, at this current time. I think if you do own Barnes and you do own Madison, um, you keep them. But if you're thinking about bringing those players in, you might want to be eyeing up some of the other teams with the other fixtures because of that rotation now. I'd like the look of Madison. I like the look of Barnes. But how many minutes are they going to be getting now with their focus elsewhere? That is the big question. So that's down to you to decide. And the sixth and final fixture for this knee-jerk reaction is, of course, West Ham United against Burnley in the game that Weghorst has finally returned. <laughs> oh, what a troll. What an absolute troll. So this guy... He's been in our teams for so long. He's done absolutely nothing. And then the second that we take him out and we bench him or do whatever, he goes and gets a goal. Of course, it's always the way. Um, can we also spare a thought for Mikel Antonio as well? Because what has he been doing? Like, ha has he even been playing up front? Has he returned back to that position? West Ham fans, let me know down in the comments below. Um, he just does not look like he's getting any sort of goal action whatsoever. So, yeah, if you still have him in your team, get that guy out. Just get him out. Just bring in anybody. Bring in Weghorst if you need. Um, bring in Chris Wood, who he was just talking about. I just can't see Antonio doing anything now. Like, he's just, he had that great start to the season. And then since then, he's just been non-existent. Um, but, yeah, West Ham, of course, they do have something to fight for. Um so, yeah, Cresswell, maybe if you want a bit of a punt on a defender there, he still is on set pieces. Um, Suchek obviously got the goal. So, yeah, he's he's quite a nice little box-to-box -box midfielder. It kind of looked like, like he might be getting forward a little bit more. But like I've been talking about with the rest of the midfielders, there's just no space for him. There really just isn't um, at this current time. So, yeah, I wouldn't be jumping on or, or rushing to buy any West Ham or Burnley players at the time of recording, just because there's so many other players that we could be looking at. Um, fair play to Burnley, though, as well. They did keep a clean sheet for quite a while until West Ham got the goal. Um, and I did think that maybe they could come away with one, which would have been a rarity, and it would have been nice for me because I do have a Burnley defender in my team. But, yeah, Lord behold, the curse of game week 33 continued. And, of course, that didn't happen. So there we go. There we have it. That is six fixtures from game week 33 so far short and sweet 
um, just because we, we're only halfway through and of course we do have a lot of other fixtures to go through and a lot of other fixtures to discuss so make sure you keep your eye on the channel at Fantasy Football Scout and we'll bring you loads more reaction and loads more news and, and also as I say if you're new to discovering these videos and you're new to seeing my face on your screen then head over to FPL of the day and do check out what I'm doing over there on my YouTube channel I've just released a nice little wildcard draft for those of you that are wildcarding, and even if you're not wildcarding, it's going to help for the rest of the season. It's going to help with transfers and all of that stuff. I like to keep things short and sweet, straight to the point, and help you guys as much as possible. We will be bashing out these videos until the end of the season and making sure that you guys have as much help and as um, and as much advice as possible. But yeah, as, as always, let me know down in the comments what you're doing. What are you doing for Game Week 34? Have you got your wild cards? What is your chip strategy? Are you planning to use your bench boost in Game Week 36? Let me know what you're planning and then hopefully this game week will resurrect itself and we can all come away with some points because it's just not looking good unless you own... Bruno from Newcastle, not the Man United Bruno, or Cristiano Ronaldo. It's just not been a good time. So yeah, good luck for the rest of the game week. And I'll see you on the next one, all right?